G'day Raiders family, it's Berkey here and a big, big welcome back to season 2021. Uh, look, so super excited to be here, obviously, guys. Um, this is Berkey's top 10, I think fifth or sixth year for those returning again to hear my hopefully insightful information around the Raiders. Thank you so much for your loyalty. I really appreciate you having you out there. Um, and all your comments and, and and questions are fantastic. For those joining for the first time, a big welcome to you too. Um, Berkey's Top 10 is a bit of fun where I do a pre and post review of the mighty Canberra Raiders rugby league scene, uh, side on a weekly basis. Hopefully to give you some insights and a preview of who we're playing this in, in relation, uh, for example, it's the West Tigers today. Highlight some of the players, I think, in the West Tigers side or the opposition side in future weeks who I think can make a big impact on us getting the win and then pair back to obviously us to see how we can combat that threat and come away with the two points, guys. So for those joining for the first time, once again, a really big thank you. Look, uh, 2021 season's come around fairly quickly with the late end of 2020 because of COVID. So it's only four months ago that we farewell 2020, one win shy of the big dance again. Um, but it was a fantastic year last year. And just looking at our squad we've got assembled for this year, guys, I think once again, we're going to be at the pointy end as well. If we maintain momentum, luck is going to be a big thing. And luck obviously comes with injuries. Our injury toll last year was at one stage catastrophic. Uh, but out of fate comes opportunity and we un we, you know, we're, we're lucky to unveil particularly our plan B around our hookers, I think, was probably one of the highlights of 2020 for me to know that, heaven forbid, anything that happens to Hodjo, we have that back up with Havili and Tommy Stalin. So that was one of the big things I got out of last year um, and just gives us another point of attack um, in the future if Ricky needs to make some tweaks here or there. So, guys, let's pair back today to the Tigers. Um, obviously, at Canberra first game, so it's always a nice way to start the home year at home. However, the last couple of years, and this is number one on my top 10, is a Tigers ambush. I think the last two years, the first game or the second game, they've beaten the Roosters both times, who are previous years, premiers, obviously. So we just got to be really careful about an ambush today. Tigers are fresh, big win over Manly in the trial. Um, they've got some fairly lethal players. Just got to lift my chair up here, guys. I'm sinking. Sorry about that. Um, they've got some fairly lethal players in their side, particularly out wide, which I'll cover to shortly. But this Tigers side early are fresh, and we have to be careful of an ambush here because the Tigers are going to come down to Canberra very confident, which I'll cover lately why they would be confident around our squad. So we've just got to make sure we're on song from the first minute. Luke Brooks, number seven, will run the show. Um, he is their kicking game, their main kicker, um, and usually he'll position himself to get the kick away on the left-hand side of the ruck. So if I'm running towards you, your camera facing me, because he's a left footer, he'll be on the left-hand side of the ruck. So we've really got to get up and take away his time with kicking. As I said, he's going to be their main kicker. Looking through their side, I can't see uh, a lot of other long-range kickers other than Brooks. So he's really going to be generalised in his kicking play. He'll do most bombs, most scrubbers. So we just got to get up in his face and take away that opportunity and that time for him to get the, uh, the ball away. Where Brooks also does very well is running game. If the Tigers get the momentum and win that ruck, uh, he can also be very lethal with a short side raid. So trying to catch our right edge out usually. Um, you know, so the likes of uh, Rappiner, Curtis Scott, 
Um, who else will be on that edge? Maybe Joe Tarpanay, um, as well as George. So we just got to make sure that once again, we've got to keep that short side strong and structured because Brooks does like to attack there. Guys, I'm sinking here. I apologise. BJ and and, and uh, James Roberts at the centres. Now, BJ's been very vocal this week in the press about he's going to do this and he's going to do that. We've got to be careful we don't get sucked into the hype around it. He's just another player. We've got to just have one man or two man in, be very, very, um, make sure we communicate very well with BJ. He likes to flick pass. Um, so not sure what side he's going to play. I'm thinking he'll be on his left edge, which is our right. So once again, uh, maybe Raps or Bailey Simonson. Not sure which side of the wingers they'll be playing. Definitely Curtis Scott, Tarpanay and George have really got to be on their game with BJ, but he's just one player. So we can't get overcommitted to trying to do a big hit um, and so on. BJ's a confidence player. If we can get a couple of errors early, um, he becomes very frustrated. As we know from Canberra Raiders supporters over the years when he was with us, he can get frustrated during a game, lose confidence, do stupid things. Roberts, on the other hand, once again, aggressive in defence, um, flows in and out of games, but there's no doubting his speed off the mark. Um, and the likes of uh, Sebastian Chris has really got to be on his metal. He can't let Roberts get to his outside because it could be a long day for him. So we've, we, once again, we've got to keep the straight line. Roberts usually tries to go wide with his speed, which is fair enough. What he'll do, he'll eyeball Rapana or Bailey, whoever that winger is, try and get them to come in and commit, fearing Sebastian Chris isn't going to get there, and that's when the overlap happens. So we've got to make sure we have confidence in those guys inside us. They're going to make the tackle. Moses Mbai, number four, is not so much a threat, but he is there 5'8". So he's not going to organise play. He's not an organiser. He's nothing more than a fullback or a centre. He's thrust into 5'8". In my opinion, that is a weakness for us to exploit. Mbai is not a big defender. He's not a massive hole runner. He'll float in and out, but I can see some real areas there where we can exploit, um, particularly his one-on-one defence. So usually one-on-one, -on -one, a, a big body like a Papali or a Louis um, or a Tarpanay can bump in, get through the line and get an off offload with by. He's not a very solid one-on-one -on -one defender like Jack is. So that's the Tigers. Let's move to us, obviously. So number five, the new rules and the errors. <clears throat> now, it's our first game of the year and these new rules have really sped the game up. What we can't afford to do today is to be doing six, seven, eight more sets of six tackles than the Tigers because of stupid errors or making sure that we've not, or, or we're giving away repeat sets of six with a bad play of the ball, a ruck infringement and the like. Remembering the likes of um, Hodjo, uh, Curtis Scott, um, Bailey, uh, who else is in there? Um, those guys particularly have only played one game each in about the last eight to 10 months with injury and so on. So these those guys in particular don't have the legs at the moment, the other guys do by only playing the one game. So we just gotta make sure that we don't make stupid errors and we just be con we consolidate the way that our game is and just make sure that we hold the ball and play percentages. Number six, combinations. Once again, looking at our side compared to the Tigers side, I feel our combinations are far better. George and Jack, who I'll cover shortly, um, uh, Tarpey, um, uh, Taps and Elliot, um, Shans at the back. Our combinations are far more fruitful at this stage of the year than West, just because of that history that we have. So we really got to play to those strengths with our combinations. 
Number seven, um, Jack and George. I feel with Hodjo just finding his feet back into the main side, George and Jack need to run the show a lot more, and I would like them to run straight, not across field. They've got to straighten the attack against the West Tigers, who notoriously do not have very good leg speed or line speed to get up. So if Jack and George can really run straight and call the plays running straight and not across field, I think we can do a lot of damage inside the West Market areas particularly, down behind that ruck area and on the edges, if they can straighten the attack and bring the likes of Hudson with them, Taps and so on. Number eight, I've gone Hodjo to, um, Hodjo to Papa. It's always been a big play against the West Tigers. I think Papa scored a multitude of tries with that short ball from Hodjo close to the line with Papa just um, twisting and turning. I think that'll be a big play today as well. The Tigers have a big pack, a very tall pack, um, and their their ground speed will not be as effective as ours. So I really am looking forward to that play, particularly gaining legs again um, and seeing what that can bring us. We've just got to be a bit... Um, uh, what's the word? We've got to be a bit um, patient with Hodjo. As I said, one game in 10 months, nine months, half a game against East, not even in the Roosters' trial. So he's still finding his feet particularly. I think Ricky will play him a good 65-70 today uh, to get some, some volume into his legs uh, and get his confidence back. So we've just got to be a bit careful if there's any rust in his game. Number nine, I've gone for New Age Tarpany. Breakout year last year for Joe. I can see him building on that and causing a lot of headaches to the Tigers, particularly on the edge middle area um, where he can run in towards the markers to take a hit. But I think he's most lethal running around Jack Whiten or George. Big body, spin, pace, and that offload. Great footwork close to the line. I can see him really going to another level this year with his breakout last year. Looking forward to seeing what he can bring to our side in 2021. Finally, I've gone for the ball playing Shans Nickel Cookster. Yeah, Shans Nickel Cookster. He likes to call himself now. This year, I think Shans has once again just got to take another step in developing his ball play. He's very good around the ruck area, second man and so on, looking for an offload. But I'd love to see him this year go to that level like Tedesco, Trebojevic when he's on song, Roger Tuovasashek and ball playing wide of the ruck. Um, making an extra man, hitting a winger with a cutout ball. I think if he can have that dimension to his game, it's just going to add volumes to our attacking prowess and once again take the pressure off Hodjo, George and Jack with another option out the back with Shans being a ball-playing fullback. He's great under the hold ball. As I said, around that ruck area, he's terrific with those gritty runs that he, he gets us out of a lot of trouble with. If you're going to improve his ball playing this year, as I said, I think it's going to just help us immensely as we chase the premiership this year. So, guys, that's my top 10 for this week. Um, hope you've enjoyed. As always, I really appreciate your support. Hit me up on Facebook, on Twitter with any comments and queries. Looking forward to this game in a little over five hours, guys. And as always, this is Berkey, Bleed Green, out.